Hello there, spooky friends, and welcome back to the 14th episode of Spooky Saturday, a segment where I, Ethan, share spooky stories submitted by the listeners of the podcast. So, you know, if you have any paranormal experiences you'd like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com or you can send it on Instagram, Discord, Facebook, and even on Twitter. Remember, this is not only for Filipino listeners but also for international listeners. So if you like it, please spread the word. And who knows, maybe your story can be included in the next episode. And as always, before we move on to today's episode, a huge thank you to my wonderful patrons for their continuous support. For the multi-tier, a huge thank you to Terence C, Christina N, St. Peaches, Stephanie E, James G, and Earl B. For the Anito tier, a huge thank you to Viden A, Jordan, Mona, her daughter Luna, Legion, Roman, and Philip. And a special thanks to Michelle G, Bonkers, and Carla C. So if you, my dear listeners, if you decide to become a patron, go ahead to patreon.com slash tabitabipod. There are three tiers to choose from. The Multu tier for $2, the Tao tier for $4, and the Anita tier for $6. Early access to episodes, exclusive updates, and exclusive episodes are among the benefits. So please, come and join us. So with that said, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. Now, before we begin, I'm just gonna give you guys a heads up. The majority of the stories that I'm going to share today came from Discord, so thank you so much to the people that I'm going to mention in a bit. Our first story was submitted by Ross. I have a creepy story about something that happened in high school. I was in the computer lab where the teacher was trying to repair a CPU. He then said he'd be back in a few minutes to go to the faculty room and I nodded. This occurred late in the afternoon. I was the only one left in the computer lab, so I was surprised to hear someone typing on one of the keyboards. I assumed I was just hearing things and returned to my work, but I heard it again. This time, it wasn't just one keyboard typing. I bolted from the room, terrified and decided to wait outside for the teacher to return. When he arrived, I told him what had happened. He quickly apologized and said that if he had known I was scared of such things, he would have not left me alone there. He went on to say that what I heard was harmless, but it was still creepy as hell. This next story wasn't really paranormal, but it's still creepy, and this was submitted by Ruben from Malaysia. I was assigned to a ward for my first ever night shift as a nursing student. My classmate and I were both sent there. We entered the ward and went straight to the head nurse. She directed us to the student nurse break room, which was conveniently located next to the restroom. Throughout the night, everything was quiet. We had finished our work and were relaxing in the break room when we heard singing. An old Chinese song could be heard being sung by a woman. My classmate and I attempted to find the source of the singing, which was in the toilet adjacent to our break room. After reporting the incident to the head nurse, we went into the restroom together. As I walked to the bathroom, I swear 
My hair stood on end. The singing became increasingly louder as we got closer to the toilet. The door was locked, so the head nurse opened it with her spare keys. She pushed the door open to find an insane old lady singing Chinese song. There was blood all over the toilet because she kept biting her tongue while singing. That was quite the memorable experience for me. The next story was submitted by Not Tasty. I don't recall many stories other than this one. One of the night guards at this BPO office stated this. We had this storage room full of used and spare PC components lying around. Because there is only one entry point that is locked with a key card, you will exit the same way you entered. The guard was patrolling the area when he heard keyboards clacking inside the dark storage room, as if someone was typing on them. He was perplexed because no one was supposed to be in there at that time. BPO night shift employees are not allowed in there, and all of the IT support personnel who usually go in there were on another floor. So he went inside and turned on the lights to see if anyone was there so he could yell at them. But no one was. He even went into the small utility room at the far end of the office, but no one was there. Nobody else left the room because he should have heard the keycard lock beep if someone did exit the door and was pranking him. He naturally became uneasy and left the room. That wasn't his first run-in with this strange activity while working the night shift. When he happened to pass by that location, he would occasionally hear light footsteps running inside, as if they were from a child. He learned to avoid that storage room after that. Fortunately, I never had to deal with any of them because I never frequented that area. This next story was submitted by SN. This happened during my elementary years in Jensen. I was picked up late so I went home with my cousin. My cousin who was in high school had after cleaning duties and had to stay. So I hung around on the playground alone because everyone else had gone home. I heard a commotion after 20 minutes of waiting and my cousin texted me, telling me that I should stay where I am and not to go inside the building. Not wanting to be told what to do, I went to the source of the commotion. Teachers crowded the second floor, attempting to calm the students and persuade them to leave. I saw one of the students run to get the school priest, claiming that he was needed because one of the students was acting strangely and began speaking an incomprehensible language. At this point, I noticed my cousin, who ran up to me and said, What the hell are you doing here? before dragging me down to the first floor while some of the students screamed. The student apparently spoke in a deep enough voice to indicate that something was wrong with her. According to the story, the priest tried but failed to expel whatever it is that possessed the student. And as a result, the student died. This last story was submitted by Echo Wolf. So I went to a Catholic high school, and, and because October is a rosary month, we usually have a campus-wide rosary vigil 
at 3 p.m. every day in October. I was slowly nodding off, still full from lunch and how long I had been praying the rosary. I sat up straight to try to wake myself up, but I failed. I was still half asleep at this point, and I happened to look up to the teacher's desk, where the candle and the merry figure were placed. I then noticed a shadow person standing just to the right of the table. That jolted me awake, and when I looked again, the figure had vanished. The vigil was over, and class resumed. I switched seats to tell my best friend what I had seen during the prayer, and her response confirmed that I was not simply dreaming while awake. I just pretended I didn't see it. You know how it is when it's a black spirit, she explained. And I couldn't concentrate on the lesson after that. Because I was interested in the occult at that time, I attempted to recreate pendulum divination with my pen to contact the spirits. Holding it up by the tip where it barely touched the paper, I asked, Is there anyone here with us? It was dragging at first, and all I got were squiggly lines on the paper. However, as I concentrated harder, the pen made smaller and smaller movements, until, after about five minutes, there were three names written on the paper. I used that divination for three days to talk to the spirits. And here are some of the responses I received along with their ages. The ages of the spirits that I had talked to were three, five, and seven. They were not alone, and all they wanted to do was play. For the first two days I used the divination, the writing resembled that of a child. But on the third day, I had to stop because the handwriting changed. During the general assembly, which was the third day of me using the divination, I tried to do it again when we were in the auditorium. The writing became more hurried and began to be in all caps. The messages I received that made me stop were Not safe they're coming, and leave. And that is it for today's Spooky Saturday. I do hope you enjoyed listening to the stories. If you have paranormal stories that you would like to share, please email us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com or on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Once again, a huge thank you, Ross, Ruben, Not Tasty, SN, and Echo Wolf for your submissions. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so very much. If you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod and check out the tier that fits your interest. Thank you so much to my patrons for your support and to you, my dear listeners. Thank you so, so much and please stay safe. Thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast with me, Ethan. Join me next time when I share more spooky stories. Bye!